You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On to get 10%, $10, even better, off your order. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysRunACouch.com, and how we all doing? That's, that's all I feel like I can ask, really. This week has been remarkably difficult. And I'm actually on vacation right now from my day job. And it's just been <laughs> the the hopeful beginnings of the breakdown of a system that has failed so many. But, you know, we we wonder just how much things will actually change. I can tell you it doesn't look like things have changed much on the baseball front because I'm going to warn you right now, this is going to be at least a 15-minute episode of me just railing on the owners again. Shock seems to have been a theme on this podcast this year. Me complaining that MLB owners are greedy scumbags. And I don't care. I don't care. I will say that. Because what evidence have they given to prevent me from saying that? And and saying that without fear of being sued for libel or slander or whatever they want to categorize a podcast under. Like, let's, let's start with uh, the major league news of the week that the MLB owners had tabled a proposal to the MLB Players Association in regards to getting the season started sometime in July. The proposal was a joke. There's no other way to say it. it was a freaking joke that the owners put out there asking for massive pay cuts in addition to the 50% that players were already going to lose because of prorated salaries. The MLB owners wanted some weird ladder effect designed to separate the superstars from the everyday player who has a little more incentive to get back to work much like everything else in the society. It's all about the people who can't afford to take this time off, which is part of the problem. But basically, the the owners released like a sliding ladder scale of what percentage of pay you would be expected to forfeit under this revenue-sharing deal to allow baseball to come back. And it was a joke. Just an absolute joke. I'm going to keep saying it. Because these owners do not know what they're doing. No, no, sorry. They know exactly what they're doing. They're just being really transparent about it in a really slimeball way. Like, like the sliding pay cut 
um, for for players who are making the minimum, which is about five hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year, they would be cut back to, you know, no more than their prorated value, which would be about two hundred thousand. But players such as Mike Trout, who you know making thirty five million dollars because he's the best player in baseball, he would be expected to play an entire half season for seven point eight million. He would be expected to pay billionaire owner Arnie Marino over $10 million for the right to go out and risk catching the coronavirus in order to play. In what universe would anyone do that? Like, I I don't even make that much money. But if my employer's like, hey, AJ, uh, we want you to work out in the, in the middle of a crowded street for about two and a half months and we want you to do it for you know four hundred dollars a week you know not my actual salary but you know a fraction of it and we want you to do that while you know separating yourself from your family and anyone you know and actually want to talk to and while you know we want you we want you to put on a happy face and say you're proud to do it. Would anyone actually do that? No. And like you have guys like Blake Snell coming out being very overt about it and like Blake Snell's never been one for democracy, but he's entirely right. Who would do that? If you if you were trying if you're trying to rush baseball back in order to capture a massive percentage of the sport vacuum that the Bundesliga and horse racing and the UFC and the Premier League are trying to get at. How is this a strategy to actually do it? How is this feasible for for any player to agree to? And 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 if you're an owner, don't you kind of need your stars? Do you does does Artie Moreno want to go out there? having having to to send out like Joe Adele before he's ready because he doesn't have any options because Mike Trout sure as heck isn't coming back to play for that paltry amount. Does anyone else know who Joe Adele is? I do. He's the Angels top rated outfield prospect. But no one else does that. They know Mike Trout and they barely know Mike Trout. Forty percent of Americans know who Mike Trout is. Baseball is squandering an opportunity and they're doing so in the stupidest, most easily dissected way possible. And they've, they've revealed with this ploy that they know they have zero freaking leverage. Like, again, what incentive is there for the players to come back at this point? What in, what reason would they have to put themselves, their families at risk for a quarter of what they would be making? It, it doesn't make any kind of sense. And, you know, maybe, maybe the owners don't actually want to come back and, and have a season. It, it certainly seems that way. Just with the sheer lack of effort and, and thought being put into this game. It, it astounds me 
Like, it, it makes me think that, you know, a lot of these MLB owners don't actually want to be MLB owners. They want to be NFL owners. They want, they want to be able to cast aside players with nary a thought. Which they, which they can do. And are doing. And have been doing. And we will get to that in the second half of the podcast. But I, I just want to... I just want to keep railing on them for, for the MLB players at this point. Because, again, it, it's remarkable what the owners have done in this week. I, I heard so many talking heads on sports shows just being like, oh, the, the players know they're going to be the villains and, and the, owner, the owners are going to have the backing of the public. And, and you had players like Tom Glavin and Chipper Jones coming out like the players know they're going to be the bad guys. Well, congratulations. The vill- the villains are the owners now because they looked at that like, yeah, we we could cast them, you know, like uh like the villain, but but nah, let's let's just go full full Lex Luthor on a situation and and just really really try to put the screws to them. And they failed. And now all those same talking heads are turning around saying the owners have mucked this up. The players now have the wind at their sails. They have the public support. Public doesn't think they should come back. And, you know, the players are going to take more of a hit than these billionaire owners. I think the, the, the net worth of the lowest owner, which off the top of my head, I think it's either the Rays owner or the group that owns the Marlins. It's one of the two. Either way. The lowest net worth of an MLB owner is $400 million. You can cry all the freaking crocodile tears you want, but I will never, never feel sorry for someone who has that amount of money and absolutely refuses to part with it. For no other reason than sheer greed. That's all it is. I I want to reel on them a little bit more, but I got to fuel up. So I'm going to reach for one of these Built Bars here. Built Bar is the sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and it comes in 16 amazing flavors. They're coated in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They are... Pretty freaking delicious. And they're healthy, which is important because I'm starting to realize that during quarantine, I kind of mucked up a little bit. So trying to get back on the horse, trying to get back in shape, and these built Bars are going to help. They have anywhere from 110 to 170 calories. Uh, they're low in sugar. They're high in protein. They're high in fiber. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and you use that promo code locked on, you'll get $10 off your first order. You just got to use that promo code locked on. I've used it. It works. Gets you those bars cheaper. Get 18 bars in a pack. That's that's a pretty good deal. It's better than freaking Cliff Bars at the grocery store. I'll tell you that. So go to BuiltBar.com. Enter that promo code locked on and get that $10 off your first purchase today. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. And yeah, I'm still angry. Shock. Because not only have the MLB owners been attacking their major league players, they have ravaged their minor league players in the past week. Massive cuts to minor league rosters pretty much across the board. Only a handful of franchises have said they're not going to cut players. And it really sucks that I have to be like, well, the Royals are doing something right. Or the Astros are doing something. The Astros are are paying their minor leaguers and doing their minor leaguers more justice than a lot of the other teams we've seen this week. And the Blue Jays are not immune. Ben Nicholson-Smith of Sportsnet reported they're cutting 29 minor leaguers. We don't know who, but they're getting cut. And it, 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 it doesn't even have to be that way. For the same reasons that we said that they don't have to absolutely lowball the players' union. It's, it's just simple greed. When the Oakland Athletics announced earlier this week that they just weren't going to pay their minor leaguers past the month of June. Someone calculated that it would have taken about a million dollars to fund those minor league players for the summer. On the $400 stipend that they're getting. Hey, there's that number 400. I knew I had that from somewhere. The $400 stipend that players were getting. It, it would have cost around a million dollars. And the athletics owner could very easily cover that. He just didn't want to. And and again, it's it's one thing to do these, these kind of cuts before. The Blue Jays, again, they aren't immune. They actually cut players in April. Um, on April 4th, they cut 10 players, including Roman Fields and William Ouellette. So it's not exactly foreign territory but just the the again the transparency of these moves these they're 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 acting like police officers they're not even trying to hide it anymore like they're just just blatantly doing it and and the blue jays said they would pay their minor leaguers through the month of june oh thank you benevolent overlords how about guaranteeing some money to those families you know, through the rest of the year, through a very difficult time. You can't tell me Rogers can pay $5 billion for NHL rights, but they can't find a million dollars for their freaking minor leaguers? That's absolute bull. Do not even try that. And it, and it's not just minor leaguers. Um, I believe it was Jeff Passan who actually came out and said that MLB owners were pushing for the draft to be moved up. Not... Not just that the draft has already been reduced to to a fraction of what it was. So, you know, that's that's 900 players who are not going to hear their name called and not going to have that dream realized of being drafted. They wanted to do it so they could immediately slash scouting departments afterwards. Again, just contributing to the rampant collapse of of capitalism just to save a few extra dollars 
for men who clearly don't need that money. They just want it so they can have it and keep it from everyone else. It is absolutely shameful. And and it again, a serious serious backfire on strategy if they if they want the public to be like, "Yeah, well, they I can understand they need to they need to save the money and and you know, keep it for a rainy day." Again, bull. David Price comes out and can I just say, I'm happy I get to root for David Price again now that he's no longer on the Boston Red Sox. Like, I I like David Price. I've liked David Price for a while. I was ecstatic when he came to Toronto and was so good. Like, it, it was just that cloud nine feeling. And, you know, having to see him with the Red Sox, it pained me slightly. But... Now that he's on the Dodgers, a team that he has yet to suit up for, he's giving their minor leaguers $1,000. Every single Dodgers minor leaguer that isn't on the 40-man roster, David Price is giving $1,000 to try and help them get through. Like, And we've we've already seen other players. Shinsu Chu did the same thing in Texas for, for Rangers minor leaguers. And, and you see, like, Bryce Harper giving $500,000 to coronavirus research. Like, players are stepping up and, and making contributions to the world. And what are the owners doing? They're grubbing for every last dollar they can get. And they're doing it on the backs of the vulnerable in their profession. They're doing it on the backs of their stars. They they don't care who they trample for this money. They just grub and grub and grub. And eventually their hands, while they're grubbing, they're going to close on the throat of this sport. And it is going to be a sad, sad day as baseball continues to slide from consciousness game that I freaking love continue to see it just fade away because the people at the top desperately want to be something else they want to be anything but keepers of the game they want to be NFL owners they want to make NFL money no matter how they get it And it's so friggin' short-sighted what they're doing that it's going to lead them to ruin. And I will not be there crying for them when they come asking for money and come asking for bailouts. I'll just shake my head because they know what they did and they're not going to be rewarded for it by me. This has been a very difficult episode to record, but it's one that had to be done. And I thank you all for for sticking with me and listening through it. If you want to yell at me on the social medias or, you know, praise me for what I said or just be ambivalent, um, you can follow me at A underscore J underscore Andrews on Twitter. Uh, Get at me there. The underscores are in there because Twitter is dumb. You can subscribe to the podcast on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, however you get podcasts, you can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And now that we've reached the end of this episode, you can tell your smart device, hey, smart device, play Locked on MLB. And that'll get you the latest episode with Sully. He's doing great work over there. And if you want to hear me with Sully, you can check out the Boulder a Minute podcast. I was on the episode that released on Friday, Minute 65, where I talk about Susan Sarandon getting basically... Uh, I, I don't know what the polite term is for it. Just... um. Given the cold shoulder in regards to physical relations. Let's let's use that. And and it turned out to be a really good, really entertaining conversation. I broke Sully near the end of it. So I think I win the podcast. So definitely check that out. And we'll be back here tomorrow. And hopefully I will get to talk about things that are far more enjoyable than MLB owners being scumbags. So until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm EJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.